What was your life like before you came to faith? This is Wednesday, February 7th. If you grew up in the church, you might not be able to answer that. But for most people in the early church, there was a stark contrast between their former life and what they lived like after they met Jesus. Take Paul, for example. Though religious, his faith had taken a dark turn. He had become so devoted to the law that he felt the need to persecute anyone that disagreed with him. Soon that put him hot on the trail of the new followers of Jesus. He was only too happy when a mob gathered and stoned Stephen, a man full of faith in Christ. After that, Paul sought permission to cross the country in search of Christians so that he might bring them to his perverted justice. He explained in his letter to Timothy, Formerly, I was a blasphemer, persecutor, an insolent opponent, but I received mercy because I had acted ignorantly in unbelief. That's 1 Timothy 1.13. You see, you would have not wanted Paul in pursuit of you. He was not a good man. So to think that Jesus confronted him and then called him later to share the gospel with the Gentiles, well, no one would have believed that story. But that's what happens when grace rushes in. Yes, the love of Christ can soften the hardest heart. Here's our text for today, Titus chapter 3, verse 3. At one time, we too were foolish, disobedient, deceived, and enslaved by all kinds of passions and pleasures. We lived in malice and envy, being hated and hating one another. Now, Paul is not picking on anyone in particular. He was like this himself. He is describing why we need grace, our condition before we receive it. He's describing what human beings became after the fall. The fall is what we call that time in early human history when the first people sought life apart from God. They rejected God's good gifts and they doubted his love. In the process, they were cut off from the source of life. Death came into the world with so much misery. We're still coming to terms with this today. Paul says that we were foolish. That me, this means that we did not accept the way God made life to work. We are living against the grain that God put into our world. But the wise man fears God and understands the truth that God has given us about his world. Here's how Paul explains it elsewhere. For although they knew God, they did not honor him as God or give thanks to him. But they became futile in their thinking, and their foolish hearts were darkened. Claiming to be wise, they became fools, and exchanged the glory of the immortal God for images resembling mortal man, and birds, and animals, and creeping things. That's Romans 1, 21-23. Now, as Paul describes we can see the height of foolishness and idolatry, putting created things before the Lord of life. This puts us on a path away from life and leads us to living in all sorts of destructive ways. We also are disobedient. How often do we know what is right but choose to go another way? How often do we know that what we are doing is wrong yet refuse to turn away from it? Why would we do this? Paul says, we are deceived, 
Our eyes are blinded to the truth. We believe ourselves wise, but we're in the dark. We're driven along by our passions, moving from one thing to another. It sounds like we're caught in a trap and unable to free ourselves. This is an accurate description of our condition. We don't need a little help. We're dead. We need a savior. And this is where we stand until our rescuer shows up. We cannot change our story, but we find it difficult to accept, accept this. I love a funny little story told by a pastor named Rod Rosenblatt about a man that falls overboard on a cruise ship. Finally, thankfully, someone saw what happened and they call for help. They brought a smaller boat alongside the man as he was drowning and they threw him a rescue ring, life preserver, and got him to the boat. You would be thankful for the help that he, you'd think he'd be thankful for the help he received, but instead he said, did you see the skill with which I grabbed the life preserver? Did you see how I held on to it and got myself to the boat? Now, of course, he didn't rescue himself, but he made it sound like he did. We might feel like we responded to God's grace and came to trust in Jesus, but it's all rescue. We can't take credit for a thing. Instead, how about we live in gratitude for the goodness of God? As Paul says elsewhere, you see, at just the right time when we were powerless, Christ died for the ungodly. Very rarely will anyone die for a righteous person, though for a good person someone might possibly dare to die. But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Let's pray. God of grace, we were dead in our sin, but you've made us alive in Christ. You've raised us up in him. Give us joy in our, st in our status and condition, and also humility to know that it's all of grace. For we pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen.